Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Each and every week on Grant and Danny throughout the football season, Mondays at 5 o'clock, we've talked to Jay Gruden, normally breaking down the Commanders, their season-long over, so we are going through the playoffs and all the way up to the Super Bowl with Jay, who joins us right now on GND on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com. Jay, how you been, man? Been great. How you guys been up there? Doing well, my friend. I'm doing well. So uh, we heard about this one property for sale. Uh, it's in Potomac. It's. It, I think. I think asking price is forty nine mil. Is Jay Gruden interested? That's a little out of my league, boss. No. No, sir. Have you been to that house? Have you Have you dined in those? I have uh, been to that house. Yes, it's a very nice house. Did you go in the pool? I did not go to the pool. I did not. I went in there in the basement and. Uh, Signed a contract once, and then I had a couple post-season interviews or post-season discussions, and that's about it. Well, that that was the uh, end of the year. Let's break it down. Meeting house. Yeah, had a, had a couple there. Yes, I did. Those are fun. Now, so the beginning when you get that first contract, everything's all great. You have your first interview. Was it just Dan, or who was interviewing you at that house? Uh, Dan and Bruce. Oh, Uncle Bruce, of course. Oh, How could I forget? So this was well after <laughs> Vinny Serrato, like, spilling chips and dip all over himself as he's interviewing people at Dan's house, walking around with a chip and dip stain. That's too bad. You never brought your trunks and swam around in Dan's pool, Jay. Did you stay in the guest house? No, no I never stayed there. I just oh, okay. went there for a couple hours, for an hour or so, and then left. Which of the 12 car uh, spots in the garage did you use? I didn't drive. I had a driver take me there. Oh, man. Look at at Jake Rudin. When you pulled up at the gate and the gate swung open, you were a little bit siced, weren't you? You were like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was pretty uh, intimidating, I'll tell you that. Well, because you had to do the bit, right, for security. And uh, uh, yes, uh, Jake Rudin to see Mr. Snyder. Right? You had to do that, right? No, they knew we were coming. The gate was open. The password was like a fade or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh. You guys are funny. The good old days. Reminiscing with our guy Jay Gruden on Grant and Danny. Uh, all right, let's start here. Oh, let's talk Super Bowl. We, we can work our way back from there. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs, who wins the game? I think the Eagles are going to win. I just think top to bottom of the best team in the NFL. I think if the Chiefs win it, they got to get out early and make the Chief, make the Eagles chase them. Uh, Try to make Jalen Hurst play from behind and, and force him to be a one-dimensional team, but that is way easier said than done. What's the recipe for the Chiefs here? Score. Score early and often. I think that's what they have to do. And, uh, you know, the Chiefs, you know, surprise everybody thinks just Mahomes throws it, but they run the ball and they do some clock management stuff. They can maintain some drives and uh, convert a lot of third downs. Um, so they can possess the football, and I think that's going to be the key for them to possess the football. Uh, obviously, try to get as many points as they can, but really try to keep Jalen Hurts and that offensive line off the field. Andy Reid has a chance at a second title. You know, he has been to Super Bowls several times now. If you go back to his time, he was in the championship game four times with the Eagles in as many years. Obviously, he's been there in Kansas City, won one, lost one. 
what is his scheme? It's it's he is an offensive juggernaut. It works so well. Moves the ball. Doesn't matter if it's Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes, Donovan McNabb. How would you describe his scheme for for a dummy? Um, well, it's multiple. You know, I think the good thing about the scheme, the West Coast scheme, so to speak, is is you get the player, the players involved, multiple players involved. And when you talk about the Chiefs, obviously Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but you look at other players that have performed, and they've had a lot of different sets and groups of receivers that have all performed at a pretty high level. They get the ball in different situations, out in space, curls, hooks, go balls, comebacks. I mean, a lot of variety of route concepts, a lot of good run concepts that they have. And obviously, great quarterback play is really a must in that offense. And they've been fortunate to have Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith and obviously Patrick Mahomes. Jay Gruden with us here on G&D. Back to the Eagles for a second, Jay. What don't they get enough credit for? Because I'm with you. I think they're the most complete team. They're the best team in the NFL. You look at every position group, there's just not really a weakness there. For you, what, what do you think that they do really well that nobody seems to pay attention to? Well, I think everything uh, they've been pretty much credited for. I mean, they're the number one seed in the NFC. Um, they missed uh, quarterback for a couple games, and they still were number one in the, in the NFC. They play great defense. They have great secondary play. They can rush the passer. They can stop the run on defense. So really, defensively, they're really not a weakness. You know, if anything, I think you got to try to run the ball against them because you can't let those pass rushers go. Uh, offensively, they run the ball effectively. Their offensive line is ginormous. Uh, they have great receiver play, two excellent receivers. They have a great tight end in Goddard. So uh, maybe the only weakness they have is really a top-tier running back with Miles Sanders and the rest of those guys have done a great job as well. So I don't really know if there's anything that they have not been credited for doing well because they do everything well. Or did you think Jalen Hurts had this gear in him? You know what? I, no, not really. You know, but he hasn't had to, which is a good thing. You know, I think I saw a stat today. He's only thrown twenty-two passes in the second half when they're behind. I mean, that's a heck of a thing to have for wow. a quarterback to be comfortable. That's a great you know, stat. It, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So uh, the only issue you have with Jalen is can he throw the ball and bring you back from behind? But if everything's on schedule, you know, first, second, third down. Uh, he can move. He can throw the ball. He's thrown great accuracy with his deep ball. Um, obviously, his shoulder issue is a main concern for everybody uh, that's an Eagle fan. But he's had another extra week of rest, and I think he's going to be just fine. But he, he's proven everybody, Elvin Naysayer, is wrong. He would have been a top five pick if he if people knew he was this good. Jay, I was completely wrong about this, which goes in the long list of things that I was completely wrong about. But I thought the Chiefs would really miss Tyreek Hill. Right where he, he, I think just having that big playability scares the hell out of people. It just makes it easier for everyone else to eat, and he's going to get his too. And that offense again, just number one in the league, ho hum. How have they done that? And 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 sort of write me that prescription and go back to your career coaching, where you lost a number one option that kind of made things super easy, and how you're still able to kind of maintain. Well, you maintain it because you have an unbelievable quarterback. I mean, this guy will make plays when there's nothing there, and that's what you have to have sometimes if you don't have that elite speed player like a Tyree Kill, sometimes the receivers will be clamped down and the quarterback's going to have to buy time. He's going to have to buy a lot of time to get these guys open in second and third and fourth and fifth windows, and that's what he does. And then they have the best tight end in the game, and, and Travis Kelsey, and he does a lot of things uh, that opens up the playbook for the offense. He can't double them. Uh, it's very hard to cover him a man-to-man. He'll eat up zone coverages. He knows where the holes are. Patrick knows how to give him the ball. And uh, and then he gets everybody else involved as well. Jarek McKinnon has been a heck, heck of a find in the second half of the season. He's played extremely well, scored a lot of touchdowns, catches the ball. He's another great option to work on linebackers and, and find the holes in defense. 
I always say this, when we were good at, on offense, we had Chris Thompson as a back coming out of the backfield, and we had Jordan Reed working the inside. We were an inside-out football team. We were hard to stop, and I feel like that's what the Chiefs are. Jay Gruden on Grant and Danny. Super Bowl party. Let's talk spread for a second. What are your must-have foods at a Super Bowl party or if you're getting some people to, over to the house to watch the game? I think as fatty as you can get. I don't think there's any reason to be healthy on Super Bowl Sunday. So I think any fat food at a restaurant you can get or you know, chicken wings, nachos, uh, cheese balls, cheese sticks, whatever you want to find, you got to have there. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. It's a one-day event. Uh, unfortunately, people have to work. I don't uh, on Monday, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people have to work. Um, but I think uh, food, lots of beer, and uh, have a good time. So I'm, I'm going to read some things just off of this list of some popular treats. And, and give me a yes or no if you would consume these things at a Super Bowl party. Buffalo chicken dip. Yes. Hot wings. For sure. Chili. Of course. Touchdown brat sliders. Oh, I love brats. Yes. Oh, you got... spicy brat guy or do you like kind of traditional? I like them both. I yeah. love brats. Same. Toasted ravioli. Uh, I'd probably be out on that. Broccoli beer cheese soup. Nah, out. Okay. Um, antipasta skewers. Definitely out. That's just meat on a stick. It's not too healthy for me. It didn't sound good, I agree. Uh, Danny, uh, you know what? My favorite, meatballs. Oh, you got to have meatballs. Let's go. You're going to toothpick them, or are you going to do what I do and just put them in a solo cup and then pour them in your mouth like they're a beverage? (laughs) (laughs) I want to toothpick them. Oh, gosh, that's funny. I'll send you a picture on Sunday of the Paulson, Jay. You'll, You'll like what you see. So, Jay, are you going to reuse the same toothpick? If you stuff one in your mouth, you're going to use that same toothpick and grab another one? I got to. Double dip every now and then. I mean, whatever you got to do. That's you're not going to reach onto your plate with that toothpick. What, what about a smoky bacon wrapped around uh, one of those little Vienna sausage guys? Well, it's hard to go against bacon, so I'd probably go yes. What is, just we're off on a little little tangent here. Yeah, I like this better. What's the fattest thing you've ever done? So oh. I'll, give, I'll give you my example. I went to Chipotle, ate a burrito, chips, and guacamole. I got home, and my buddies were like, hey, we're going to Chipotle. Do you want to come? And I went, yes. And I went back and had a different burrito. So within 45 minutes, I had two burritos, chips, and two different sodas. That was the fattest thing I've ever done. What's your I'll, fattest I'll give move? you mine, too, Jay, is I was in the mood for a Wendy's burger. So I went to Wendy's and got a burger, but I don't like their fries as much as McDonald's. Then I went to McDonald's and got their fries with my Wendy's burger, and I had to pour out the old drink from Burger King that was in my cup holder when I got my drink. So it was just very, it was very fat for everyone involved. But what's yours? That's a good one. I think uh, I went to Hooters with a buddy. We got the 50 wings, not 20, not 10. We got we split 50 wings. And one of the old school wings that when they scrape them off the plate, just all the grease just falls off the plate. That's right, yeah. A couple of pitchers of beer and a big, huge thing of fries. And that's a lot for two people. I, was, uh, I, felt, like, I, I felt like I was going to die about an hour later. Did you go? Did you pay a little extra for drums only, or do you like the flats? No, I did them all. I like. You know, if it was a crime scene when I was done. My face was covered in muck, and it was it was it was disgusting. You got it was be, it was very tasty. So you're not one of those guys that's like you got the moist towelette out as you go. You'll wait till the end. You got to wait till the end. Clean up. Oh yeah, what the heck was you got to use like 38 towelettes? You wait till the end. See, I, I can't, Danny. You know this is about me. I can't be messy while I eat. I, I got 
I go through 50 he's, paper he's, towels. He's a, he's a little Fauntleroy over there. So dainty. It's hard to get out of your fingernails sometimes, you know? I agree. It's like eating crabs, man. It's not easy. Uh, Jay Gruden with us on Grant and Danny. All right, how about the, the, the Super Bowl characters that we'll talk about later this week? We do this all the time. Mm-hmm. What do you pick Jay for? Do you think Jay is like the, the rules guy, the experts guy, the, the yell about his bet guy? You think he's just quiet because he doesn't want anyone to think he's a you know he's he's telling him what he uh, what he knows because he's a former coach. What I feel like, I feel like he's just he's the quiet dude that eventually he'll just burst and say you've been wrong all night, Caleb. Okay, everything that you've said is stupid and asinine. That's not what they're doing. Here is what they're doing, and everybody kind of claps. I'm gonna say Jay has a sneaky amount of he's the guy that like and I'm terrible about this now that talks about his bet. So he's like, ah, oh, I need five more yards for the Kelsey over, and he like over talks about that. <laughs> Jay, what no. do you think? No, I don't do that. No, I'm uh, probably more of the uh, I'm the argumentative type guy. So if they say it's a great play, I'll say it was a terrible play or whatever. So I, I, I can go either side. You nice. know what I mean? I like to bring on controversy and arguments and make people uncomfortable with you know some of my knowledge. I I can go either way. That was a great throw. That was terrible defense, man. So no, whatever. Are you, no, but are you? It's probably just you and your boys. Like the you got a tight knit family. Is it? Or do you guys have friends around and like neighbors? Like what kind of? In this hypothetical party, who are we arguing with? Well, I have some friends here. I could go to the club here uh, in Jacksonville, Atlanta Beach, and watch it. Or I could just invite it to a huge party. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I might stay at home. I don't know. I'll probably go to a big party, knowing me. I like the idea of Jay uh, mixing it up and just he's being the, the, contra- after the, the contrarian, guy. basically. Like the, the one yeah. guy who, who played high school football. And was a quarterback and threw for like four touchdowns in the game. Four four passes a week. Yeah, he's like, oh, that, that, they need to try. They're they're playing soft zone. They need to try to dump the ball down. And Jay's like, shut up, Frank. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what I do. Hey, one serious football question for a second. Why is it taking so long to hire coaches in a couple different places? Like, is this weird to you? Well, I think there might be some other candidates out there. Maybe Philadelphia staff or Kansas City staff that could be. Uh, waiting to interview. Um, I don't think you want to rush into this process. I think a lot of times teams have rushed in and try to get to hire real quick, thinking that somebody else wants them, and they really don't. I think uh, teams are – there's been a lot of money that has been spent on coaches that aren't coaching anymore that are still getting paid, and I think these owners are starting – I mean, Arizona, for instance. I mean, they, they, I mean, how much money are they in the hopper for coaches? Uh, they like to get it right and try to have a guy last for more than a year, so I think they need to take their time a little bit more often than try to make the – gut check hire and, and uh, or the popular hire, what pro football talk, or what ESPN or what these expert analysis think they should do. They should take their time and hire the guy that they want that's the best candidate for them. I feel like there should be a moratorium until after the Super Bowl on anybody hiring anyone else, just to give everybody kind of the same shake and put everyone on the same calendar. Would that be a good idea or would that not fix anything? It'd be good, but there is, there is, you know, time is of the essence. You know, once the Super Bowl's over, man, free agency starts, and you got to get ready for the draft. And there's a lot of things you have to do, and you got to get your staff ready. So that's just hiring a head coach. Now the head coach has to bring his people, and that's not always easy to do. He's got to hire coordinators. He's got to hire receiver coach, tight end coach, special teams coach. And where is he going to find them all? Uh, they might already have jobs, so it's very important for these teams that need coaches to get the process moving quickly, not just for the head guy, but for all the other position coaches. What'd you think about Sean Payton coming back, taking 18 million a year to coach Russell Wilson? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I think, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know why he left New Orleans. He had a great gig in New Orleans, but obviously he had his reasons and sat out and did a excellent bang up job at Fox. And, uh, now he's going to get back in it with Russell. So, 
you know, I think uh, I, I don't know what to think of that, really. I think he'll do fine over there, but, you know, that's a tough situation. You don't have a lot of draft picks and your quarterback struggling. Um, you know, we'll see how much of a genius he is when it's all said and done. There's not really a lot known about coaching salaries. Like, we always see, hey, you got a five-year, six-year deal. This guy gets a four-year deal, whatever it is. But, you know, I remember when John came back to coach the Raiders, it was 10 and 100, and that was like this mind-boggling deal because of the length, right? But to see right. $18 million a year floated for him, I wonder. I mean, are we at like a, a a time now where coaches might get $20 because you're trying to pry guys away from TV deals, which are so crazy and lucrative? Yeah, I think you'll see it, no doubt about it. I mean, when you look at the money these owners have, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, 20 billion dollars. I mean, they, they can afford it and and they're making a lot of money with what they're doing and uh, they want to pay the right guy and they want to win. They're competitive guys, you know, believe it or not. They may not know a whole lot about football, but they know a lot about money and they know how to spend it and they know they want to win and they want to compete and they want to beat these other owners across the league. So, I think uh to get the guy that they want, they'll be willing to pay. So, you know, I mean, the money is obviously a great reason to do stuff if you're Sean Payton. I, I totally understand being motivated by that. I don't begrudge it. But they're, they're not getting out of that Russell Wilson deal, Jay. There's got to be some confidence that in Sean Payton's mind that he could do something with Wilson, and that would scare me to death no matter how smart I thought I was. Yeah, I think there is some uh, – he's got to be a little concerned the way he's played the last couple – not just this year at Denver. He didn't play that great – uh, Seattle the year before uh, so I, I think there's going to be some concern there but when you're a confident coach you have a system that you really believe in um, you've had success with obviously you had Drew Brees who's pretty good he didn't have as much success with Jameis Winston and the other guys uh, obviously but um, he believes in the system he thinks he has good core skill players around him and uh, he thinks he's going to do fine how about Jeff Saturday still being one of the favorites to land the Colts job Despite all the interviews yeah. they've done after he was one in seven as an interim coach, having never coached anything above high school, well, he probably won't demand eighteen million a year, but uh, he he'll be up there. I think uh, you know that's just the tough thing about these owners; they don't know a whole lot about the game. They think they do, and they they bring these guys in, and and uh, sometimes the comfort level they have with an individual they feel good about. If he's a good leader of men, and he hires a good offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special team coordinator. And a great staff. If all he does is give speeches and work on his game management and clock management, he can do it. I mean, he's played the game a long time. He's been in the trenches. He's a tough guy. Obviously, the players might like him, and uh, it's not a bad way to go. Jay Gruden on Grant and Danny here on the fan. Hey, if I'd have told you in 2013 that Robert Griffin would be interviewing Kirk Cousins at the Pro Bowl in 2023, 10 years later, what would you have thought? If I would have told you that, what would you have thought? Uh, I wouldn't have been that surprised. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, I'm surprised, yes. I mean, obviously, I mean, Robert had a great rookie year and all that stuff, and it's only ten, been 10 years, and uh, it's crazy. But Robert does have a gift of gab. He's a very talented uh, with the microphone, and he's good at what he does. Unfortunately, his career was cut a little short. Injuries had a major factor to do with that. Um, and I think both parties are happy right now. Yeah, I, Robert's doing great. And I should say, I, I would have thought Robert was still playing. I mean, Kirk being in the Pro Bowl wouldn't shock me, but I, I would have thought maybe they were Pro Bowl teammates. Or maybe. like, and doing like a weird player interviews player kind of thing. Right, exactly. That just yeah. was just a crazy dichotomy to look Griffin's at. Griffin's career, it was obviously injury related, but ending as quickly as it did, that was shocking and stunning. I mean, I never would have had that. But I also think that was more health related probably than anything else. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. What a, what a weird uh, set of circumstances so all weekend. And, and then it just culminated. I'm watching a flag football game after I'm watching water balloon tossing. 
And now Griffin's interviewing cousins. And for those of us that were here in hey, 2012, it was just ever, amazing. Do you ever go outside? I have. Oh, you might want to try that instead of watching these stupid shows. <laughs> maybe maybe go on a boat. I don't know. Go fishing. Maybe go play putt-putt. Do something. It's pretty cold here, Jay, right now. <laughs> go to Top Golf. Hit some golf balls into the dang bucket. I don't know. Do something. That's a good idea. Don't actually. be watching watermelon tosses and whatever the heck you're watching. It's uh. I'm not big on physical activity. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, we'll get together. We'll go to Topgolf, and we'll uh, we'll talk about the good old days sometime. Yeah, what the heck. Get outside your house a little bit. Are are you in Florida? I am. Just got back from the Bahamas, played some golf. That sounds tough. What What a different world. He's in the Bahamas. In the sun, it's cold and rainy here. Listen, man. if you saved your, didn't take any trips, you could pay that forty-nine million bucks for the Potomac yeah, house. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't really need a big house. I'm not a big, big, big house guy. I kind of like my little small place I live in. I can play golf and bounce around to you know the beach and do some fun stuff. And Selfishly, here's what we want. Here's what we want to do. We want you to buy it as kind of like our uh, our sugar daddy or whatever, because we want to do a show from Dan's house. So we just. Oh yeah, it, no, we, I'm not going to buy that. I don't. I don't have that kind of money. Um, you can ask my brother. Maybe he'll buy it. <laughs> you and John together <laughs> buy it, and then we Let's can do a money. show from Dan's. Uh, what do they call that? The entrance, the two level entrance. The two. The yeah, whatever it is. The the wrought iron, the wrought which iron leads front to door. the yeah foyer. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know where it is. I don't even remember going to that thing. It's been so long. So you know. <laughs> Wasn't that memorable, to be honest with you? We, Not for forty nine million, anyway. We appreciate the time. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll catch up with you on the other side. See, Jay. All right. Yes, sir. See you guys later. There's Jay Gruden. Always fun on Grant and Danny. I think the line that I appreciated and liked most from that convo was when he said, "When he was done eating his wings, it looked like a crime." It was scene. a crime scene. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> Five o'clock every Monday. Always worth a listen. He's always very entertaining. Uh, what? Is your key to the Super Bowl? What is going to determine and decide who you pick in the Super Bowl and the outcome? We'll get into that next. Grant and Danny on Super Bowl week on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.